Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Wellness opportunities are being carved out by many supplement brands, creating a purpose-driven culture for consumers. PR firm Ogilvy found that 70% of consumers feel that a wellness brand should make a positive impact on the world. Better Bean Company said it's doing just that, from ingredient sourcing and supply chain to spotlighting purpose, diversity, and inclusion. Here to share some of those insights is CEO Monty Sharma. Hi, Monty, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me. So before we get into the company, tell me a little bit about your background. Daniel, I've spent most of my adult life in health and wellness. I have a passion for helping people get healthier through better nutrition, supplements, and exercise. Uh, I cut my teeth at the Brunswick Corporation in Chicago many years ago, uh, and thereafter I've had uh, the opportunity to work alongside great teams and great brands at companies like EAS, Naked Juice, Curve, Jenny Craig, and here uh, now at the Better Being Company. And tell me a little bit about the Better Being Company. The Better Being Company is a portfolio of carefully curated brands, which are all rooted in health and wellness, and today are operating in all high growth categories. Our platform of brands really allows us to meet the broad and specific needs uh, of different consumers uh, and consumer segments uh, within a very large, uh, in the U.S., sort of $50 billion industry that we have. Um, and, and so our company uh, has uh, grew up in the natural and specialty retailers, companies, uh, sort of retailers like Whole Foods, National Grocers, Sprouts, and now some of our brands are offering products on an omni-channel basis to consumers where they're shopping. And I understand you recently completed an extensive rebrand. Uh, what inspired that and what all went into it? We're really excited about our rebranding that we have done for our flagship brand, Solaray. Uh, Solaray was founded in 1973, and it has come to be known as a brand that consumers trust for their supplement needs uh, over the years. The company really did not look at marketing as a way to reach consumers. We partnered with uh, premier top of the food chain partners like Whole Foods and National Grocers and Sprouts to get our products in front of consumers that were shopping for these solutions in those stores. Uh, We thought it was important, uh, particularly given where everything is at today in the world and health and wellness exasperated by by COVID to get in front of consumers and talk about our products, talk about what drives us, what we stand for. And, and all those things led us to a rebranding effort for Solaray. And we drew inspiration from the fact that it was founded back in the 1970s and it has become a timeless brand. So its timelessness was an inspiration for us. And so we went back to the roots of the, of the company a look back at the archives of how we had developed over time and were inspired by the evolution that we went through and went back to a lot of our execution that you see in the rebranding takes us back to our roots back in the 1970s uh, in the 80s. Uh, so we certainly have uh, really come out with an execution that is timeless. Uh, you see a lot of you know, leading brands doing something like that, but it's very appealing to consumers because we do have a very broad range of consumers that are very attractive to brands that that have a timeless execution. 
Mm -hmm. And so this is your first ever creative campaign since its inception back in the 70s. And the whole goal was sort of to meet consumers where they are now, right? That is absolutely correct. This is our first ever marketing campaign done with consumers directly. Previously, we did everything at the retail level. Um, But this is the first effort to go and reach consumers directly and meet consumers wherever they are looking for for this content uh, or are engaging with products like ours. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the things that consumers are asking for? What are you hearing? So consumers very much today are focused on their health and wellness. They're looking for cleaner ingredients. They're looking for premium products that they can trust in, in terms of what their efficacy is, in terms of what the product is described to be on the, on, on the label and what's inside the product. They care about the quality very much because they want to make sure what they're putting into their bodies is good and it, it doesn't have any contaminants, et cetera. So that's very important to consumers. And we are certainly known for all those things and have organically achieved that sort of connection with consumers. And so that, that's what we are showcasing to consumers in our campaign. All of those things that they're asking for, it really boils down to supply chain and ingredients. Tell me a little bit about your supply chain and your ingredient sourcing procedures. Daniel, that's a great question. Our products are made up of herbs, botanicals, and supplements that come from different parts of the world. You have herbs growing in in India, Malaysia, and botanicals growing elsewhere. We really have to make sure that when we get these ingredients that we source globally, to make sure that they are clean and they don't have any contaminants in them, and they are actually of the highest quality. Uh, So many years ago, the company established a very significant investment in its quality process, in its labs, which we have an ISO certified lab in-house, which looks at every single lot that comes in from a vendor. So whenever we buy something from somebody, we test every single lot. Most companies will often do skip lot testing, et cetera. We don't believe in that. We need to test every single thing we buy from around the globe. And, And that ultimately ensures that what we are giving to consumers is the highest quality we possibly can get to them. Uh, In terms of supply chain, we have teams across the globe that are sourcing uh, ingredients for us that meet our standards. Uh, We also have a reputation in the global markets for being a very tough company to do business with because of our quality standards. All those disciplines that we have developed over the years have allowed us to keep our quality at the highest level. Yeah, and you also have a pretty impressive sustainability approach, right? We believe that sustainability is extremely important today, and we have committed ourselves to to giving back to the earth what we take from it. So I think this is something that is is extremely important to us uh, as humans, as as employees of the company, and and to our brands, to what uh, our consumers want from us. As such, we we have you know just recent this year, we are proud to partner with One Tree Planted uh, project, which is allowing us to put a million trees into countries like Malaysia, India, where there's a ton of pollution from where we actually get a lot of our raw materials. Uh, we wanted to plant trees that bear fruits that also help people and farmers, not just the environment, but help people economically by putting the trees in their farmland. We've also committed ourselves to using all the square footage we have in our 
manufacturing facility here in Ogden uh, to put up solar panels. We've committed ourselves to uh, using as much recycled packaging as we can put our arms on. So these are all initiatives that we are really proud of and our teams are proud of. And we will continue. This is just the start for us. We are going to do, be doing a ton more. We provide free electrical charges for all our employees for their hybrid cars or for their electric cars. So we are pretty excited about some of the things we are doing to give back. Very cool. I was reading nine out of 10 ingredient suppliers are rejected by SolarAy. Is that right? Daniel, that is correct. So as we look for new ingredients or we look for ingredients across the globe, we typically will reject nine out of 10 new potential partners based on quality. This is a function of just ensuring that everybody understands that we are looking for the highest quality. And we realize when you buy botanicals and herbs from across the globe that it's, it's not always what people say is in it. Uh, so we're pretty proud of the fact that we, we have such a high quality standard. And as a result, we are able to deliver high quality to our customers. What are some of the boxes that you have to tick in order for them to be a partner, a supplier of yours? The, the most important thing we look for is quality. So when we are formulating a product, all the ingredients inside have to be of the highest quality. We just make no compromises around that. But that is important because if you look at the heritage of our brand SolarAy, the consumers trust that brand and trust the products inside that brand. Uh, and therefore, we have earned that trust with a lot of hard work over the years, and we are simply not willing to compromise with our consumers over the years. So I think that's that's the number one thing that we look for. Naturally, then we look for other things such as ensuring that the partner has adequate supply chains, will prioritize us in a, in a systematic manner as we get products. And then, most importantly, is a partner that partners with us on our value system, on our commitment to give back to the earth, we are going to not partner with partners that are not taking those initiatives. Okay. And so is that what you were referring to a few minutes ago when you said you kind of have a reputation for being difficult to work with? I think our, our reputation for being uh, for being difficult to work with comes from the very strict quality procedures we have. It is very well known across the globe in terms of ingredient suppliers that the company rejects nine out of 10 lots. And that's typically very costly for a partner because the product has been shipped from somewhere in the globe, comes to the United States and we reject it. So that's a costly mistake for many people. So I think that that, I think that's probably the number one reason why we are known to be a difficult company to do business with, but they appreciate where we come from on these matters. And those that do business with us do very good business with us and are great partners. And then actually they partner with us on the initiatives to give back to the earth. And so where do these rejected ingredients end up then? Unfortunately, today, they end up in many channels. I think that uh, there is, in in the past, um, uh, there hasn't really been uh, a big focus on this area, but there there is beginning to be a big focus. I commend Amazon, where a lot of products are sold for taking an initiative where they have recently required all people selling products in our category to have their products ISO certified. Those are the types of steps we need to take as, as an industry, as, as, as a country, to root out bad ingredients uh, from the marketplace. I think uh, they end up in all kinds of places. They probably end up back in the countries that we buy them from. But I think it's getting better because we are putting these type of uh, 
standards in place. Mm-hmm. Now did a great expose on some of those ingredients that ended up on Amazon. Amazon, I would say clearly, Danielle has done a great job of, um, of, of you know, trying to improve and force better quality. We were really front and center with Amazon because we had an ISO certified process already in place. Uh, in fact, when we, uh, when we learned that they were going to make everybody follow that, we were terribly excited and wanted to make sure they could speed it up because it, it's, it's in the interest of the consumer. So you guys were excited about it. I know not everybody was, but for those who already were compliant and concerned about quality, it wasn't a terribly onerous process, right? No, it's not. It's, it's you know, it, this is the cost of doing business in our industry. I, I look at this and say the most important thing to consumers is giving them quality products. And as such, if it takes extra cost to ensure that, then that's just part of doing business part of doing good business. So from, from our perspective, we had already made these investments, we're incurring these costs on a regular basis, and we felt it only right from a consumer perspective for the Amazon to put these standards into place. And we okay. recognize that it increased the cost, the cost of doing business for many folks, but it's the right thing from a consumer standpoint. Mm-hmm. So do you have any predictions for you know upcoming regulations that some companies should be on the lookout for or some trends that maybe you are noticing? First of all, I would say that we are in a fantastic industry and space. Consumers are pivoting to health and wellness. Consumers are are taking supplements to augment their better nutrition. We know that nutrition is not the only way to get the best supplementation. For example, if you have a vitamin D deficiency, I mean, you have to drink a lot of milk to, to really get out of that D deficiency. So it is supplementation is a much easier way to improve your overall nutrition intake for the day. So I think the industry is in a great place. The COVID pandemic, as unfortunate as it is, has certainly given a lot more attention to the need for supplementation across the globe. So I think uh, our products that we make and, and, and the industry makes are all poised for continued growth over the next several years. Uh, as more and more people make it part of their daily regimes. Uh, Diversity and inclusion have gained prominence in recent years. Can you talk to me a little bit about that at Better Being Company? Danielle, that's a great question. Diversity and inclusion are very important, have always been important to to our business, and were important to our business well before the world started looking at it. Uh, We are extremely proud of the fact that ethnic minorities make up 40% 40% of the executive leadership team of our company, uh, that minorities make up 40% of our workforce, women make up 40% of our workforce, as well as uh, the leadership positions in our company. Uh, these are things that have not been accomplished over the last year. These are things that have been in place for the past several years. Uh, so we're extremely excited about the diversity that our team has. We believe we are a better team. We are a better company because of our diverse backgrounds. So you just didn't jump on the bandwagon last year and say, you know what, we need to make this place a little more diverse. Uh, We did not take any specific (laughs) initiatives because we felt that the general organic process that we have and inclusion principles that we have didn't really require uh, any special effort here. We just needed to do more of what we were doing and made sure that uh, we continue to focus on our diversity and celebrate that. Uh, and I can tell you that the senior leadership team that I put together, that all happened organically. I was not paying specific attention to uh, these matters because I think that they, they, we always hire 
the right people for the right reasons. I love that. It sounds like you all are doing great work there at Better Being Company. Before I let you go, any new formulations or research or any type of updates you might want to share? Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, we are we are pretty excited about some of the research that we have underway. Um, it is public information that the company is uh, working on some clinical trials uh, to improve the uh, the efficacy or the uptake of some of our products that we have today. Uh, we are constantly wanting to make sure that our products are beneficial to consumers, and and we are using technologies that are getting developed to bring better ingredients and ingredients that one can absorb faster into their bodies. Uh, And so we have three clinical studies underway today, and we expect, based on the outcomes of those studies, to have new formulations that are new and improved of some existing existing items we have that could be game-changing in our industry. Mm -hmm. Bioavailability is definitely a huge deal, so you will have to keep us posted on that research Monty Sharma, CEO of Better Being Company. Thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast. Thank you so much, Danielle. Nice talking to you today. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutriIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.